Welcome to More Than a Broker, the podcast that goes beyond the traditional definition of a logistics provider. My name is Andrew Elsner, co-founder of Spot. In each episode, we will dive into the stories of industry experts, keep you up to date on the highs and lows of the logistics marketplace, and introduce you to the people behind the advanced technologies that are driving innovation for brokers, shippers, and carriers within our industry. Join us as we explore the world of logistics through a different lens. This is More Than a Broker. Drivers, start your engine! Kevin, if you want to, as our guest, want to introduce yourself, your company, kind of your background. I'm Kevin Flynn. I'm president of CVR, the uh, longest-running uh, advertising agency in the state of Indiana. So proud to be here and, and excited to talk about this project. And we've been working with Spot for over a year, and it's been a great year. We've done a lot of projects. We have. <laughs> Mostly on recruiting because you're growing so fast. Yeah. It's been – and help our brand mature too. Yeah. Quite an evolution. Fun to see. Yeah. yeah. Chris, you want to introduce uh, yourself? I'm Chris Nielsen. I am the director of marketing at Spot. I've been here – Two years, December. So excited to have been given the opportunity to uh, do something special in my career and where I am, uh, the opportunity to really build a team and elevate a brand that I know that uh, we're capable of doing. And I guess I'll start with you. And when you think about the website today, as we look to mature, what do you, when you look at this and said, what, what is the reason we did this? Can you kind of walk through that process and, and why make the change? I think there were several reasons that we considered along the way. and. I think the first is service. We're a service-oriented company. We continuously help solve challenges for our customers and our future customers. And as our website in many ways acts as an external face of our brand, it's important that we properly showcase our service and our capabilities. When we took a step back and really looked at that, we saw that there was probably some room for improvement a little bit. Secondly, we are professionals, experts in the logistics space, and our teammates are experienced. And we take that experience and we combine it with the advanced technology. And so our solutions that we're trying to provide are future focused. But are we telling that story or were we telling that story and conveying it the way that we really wanted to? And then finally, I think perhaps is that we are among many people in our space, similar groups. But we are unique. Uh, we truly are different. And our external presence, in this case, the website, really should represent that. Kevin, when you look at from where you sit as the head of an agency that does this, what should companies look for when looking to redo the website? What is that journey? How does it start? What's the driving force? You know, I think of, of all the projects we've done, Spot had the clearest objectives set out for the new website. And I think setting clear business objectives is the first step versus I can't tell you how many meetings I've been in where the owner of the business said, I want my website to look like Apple. And you know what I mean is clean and a lot of white space, but they haven't set out the clear business objectives. You guys had traffic, paid and organic, conversion metrics, and a better user experience. And I think we, we approach a project from the consumer's or the, the customer's viewpoint because that's not always the first thing that a company or organization thinks about. They think about their internal needs and getting everyone aligned internally. And so we take it from the, the user experience and, 
And that's most important to us. I think it's setting those clear objectives and then looking at those customer journeys of who's using the site and what does that experience look like. Does a site like ours where you have shippers, you have carriers, you have vendors, you have applicants, does that change that at all? Of course, makes it more complicated. You have to be clear at every page, where do you want them to go next? And then sort of self-identify if I'm a carrier or I'm a shipper, what am I going to do and what am I going to do next? And so you have very different. And your third biggest, I would say, customer is new employees and existing employees. And they have different needs than obviously your customers or carriers. So it does make it more complicated, but you're a Crescetta technology forward company. And so we got to look at what's the future of that journey for all three of those customers. When you look at websites, I was curious about this. You guys have been around for a while and you think 10 years ago to today, what are the biggest changes you've seen in, in companies' websites? And as you go forward, what should businesses do to their website to make it more usable? Yeah, and it's changing every day, obviously. Social media and the mobile phone has had such an impact on on website development because back in the day, it was sort of like, keep everything above the fold so people can see it all. Well, now we're on our phones all the time and we're scrolling. And if you added up all the miles and feet you scroll in a day, you realize that pages can be longer and that has some SEO benefits of having more copy and content on a page. But consumers don't mind scrolling on a website. And then now people are scrolling left to right. So it's not up and down anymore. It's just, it's left and right. So that, that user experience has just changed dramatically how you design and, and build websites. And I think it's going to keep changing. And then the other is information, right? We're in the information age. You guys are a technology company that happens to do logistics. And so how do we bring more information out of your custom technology on the, on the red technology side to the front of the website? And that, that's a huge change for you guys as a brand, but that's where the world is heading. Chris, when you start looking at this from the beginning, this is a journey, as Kevin said, from start, and we have so many different integrations and pages. When you set out to do the website, what were your goals to making this happen? Several goals, but to the user experience, I think that's a, a big piece that, that Kevin, you touched on. We do have multiple audiences and we have to cater to each and provide them content that's valuable to them that they want to consume. But one, I would think for our current customers, they're always top of mind. Um, we want to provide them with a better online experience and more service offerings. So that's a big, a big goal. Two, I think our future customers, we want to help them overcome challenges that they might face every day. Uh, logistics is a, a complicated, ever-changing industry. So how can we provide them with something that will get them to where they need to go and do that efficiently? We have a story which you can obviously speak to more than most, more than all, but it is unique and we are different. So how do we tell that story? Are we showcasing it properly? Because we want people to see and hear that story. So we need to drive traffic to our site, but ultimately when a challenge arises, uh, helping those people through our story and our experience. And then I think finally is that that online experience and really provide something that reflects our drive and our values, but ultimately moves fluidly like our industry. When you look at website success, if I'm a launching website or have a website or want to change it, what do you measure from a marketing standpoint to say, yeah, actually what I created does work? There are a lot of things that you can look at based on success. I think it goes back to the goal that Kevin mentioned, establishing what those goals are up front. And from a metrics perspective, are you seeing numbers that help you reach that goal? And for us, 
to get people to our site so that they can see our story. I think traffic is obviously is a big one. Where are they going? How long are they on our site? What is the content that they're consuming? So we'll track all of those things. But if they're on the site, they're there for a while, they get to where they need to go efficiently, and ultimately they convert. That's what we're looking at for success. I think, too, from a sales perspective, helping generate leads and qualified leads at that. And Kevin, when you think of this, we've talked about all the different parts, all the different pieces. We have a story. We had a high growth story, a fun story. And then now we're saying we want to mature and change. And so when you look at taking, picking up this story 13 years in and then evolving it to the next, what challenges did you face in this project? First, when we did discovery is looking at your competitors because you're, you're in a very competitive environment and you're up against large brands like CH Robinson or technology brands like an Uber who has no problem pouring money into a tech forward kind of a solution. And now that you've grown to be this one of the top national 3PL providers, how do we make your brand and the experience match with all the other national companies? And you know, you're sort of going from the story of high growth, two guys starting this business to, as Chris said, experts in your field. And how do we sort of demonstrate that? Part of it is bringing some of the information from your red technology onto the site so people can see what's possible or available from a shipper or carrier standpoint, and then just that experience. And Video has become such a key content channel. It's bringing those videos that we've been building over the last year in terms of your new offices and recruiting people, but also then the view of your uh, new MySpot app and, and, and applications, bringing that to the front. And that's how people learn today is through video. And it's on your site or in social media or, you know, digital media. So bringing all that together in one cohesive, usable platform is the key. I was going to ask that question. Video and pictures, I go back. Seven years ago, you had scrolling pictures left to right. In today's website, what percentage of your content should come from video or pictures? Or or is there even a science to yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know if there's a science. Your key messages have to be in video. And sometimes video is in the background, like just showing what it's like to be, you know, you have an unbelievable company culture. So how do we show that and how you guys interact with your customers and with each other? So sometimes it's not even sight and sound. It's just showing what the environment is like in your offices. And others are, are specific videos about the hiring process or your technology process. And you want people to watch those. And that's part of the metrics, right? Are people engaging with or playing those videos, that kind of stuff? As you think about, you talked just a little bit ago about the journey of creating the message that's constant across. You have to take the beginning to the end and all the different users and interactions. If you look at the website, it's going to be released soon. What are some of the major changes or new features that, that have come forward? From a design standpoint, we used motion because you're a fast-paced organization. And so the design has a lot of sort of animation and moving parts. From an information standpoint, bringing the request to quote so they can actually see the data and what's available, as well as load board for carriers to see what's out there without having to log in. But the idea is to give them enough information to see what's available and then have them sign in or sign up. And, and that's the goal. One of the goals of the website is to get more people into into my spot technology because it's great information. It makes their job easier. They get paid faster, all those things. So it's really designed to deliver on that objective. It's interesting. I always think back to that beginning was a lot of static. It was static. And, and the content written by Andy and I probably wasn't the best content. Uh, you guys would probably give us an F looking back. But, but it is funny to see. And, and it's important, I think, telling that journey, that story, because... A lot of people don't know who we are. 
we've been very quiet in a lot of fronts. And then now to see that the video, to see the pictures, the story, the content, and then now all the interactions that happen on the site daily is has been neat. Chris, from your perspective, what are some of the changes that you think are going to be different and, and better for the, the people that interact with it? I'm a visual person. So for me, I think one of the biggest changes is that use of animation and CBR and team have done a great job in bringing our content to life. So it's a, a, a nice visual experience for those that visit our site. We have a unique logo and just like our brand, it's distinct and we, we make use of that throughout the site. So we kind of dissect our, our icon and elements of it and we bring it to life through motion to help highlight the content that we want our users to to really pay attention to and focus on. And so for me, that's a win, at least from a design perspective. Kevin, I always like to help entrepreneurs or even businesses that are even a little more mature. And I think back to our first website experience, it wasn't this big process. You guys have taken us through a branding journey that started last year, probably. Yeah. Right? Um, and to see that come all the way through from communication, who are we, what do people look at us as, if I'm a new business or I'm, I'm a small business, what should I do on a website? I think I would do what you guys did when you started because I think in this new web age where everything's changing, don't let perfection stop you from having a presence. It's sort of the agile approach, right? Do as much as you can and then just iterate, iterate, iterate to improve because it's all measurable, right? So get your first story or your few pages out there, see how they're using it, get feedback from employees and customers, and then iterate and make it better. And then do it again. You know, the lifespan of a website used to be five years. Now it's three because that's how fast technology is changing. So if you're waiting to make it perfect, you're wasting time. Get something out there. And as people begin to use the site, you'll get quick feedback from customers and employees what needs to change. And you just keep making it better and better. And that's what you guys have done. I want to go to the Wayback Machine where you can see any website on any date where they get a snapshot of your homepage and go look at what your website was in 2010 and 2015. It'd be an interesting, because we haven't done that in this journey. So I'm, I'm anxious to go back and look. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you'll love what you, you <laughs> see. I, I still always think back to the first meeting we ever had was January 20th, 2009 in Chicago. We made a trifold on a Word document, and it was it was awful. Um, <laughs> I ended up hey, not even giving it. Yeah. Well, I actually threw it away and left it in the car. So <laughs> learn how to, to sell. Is there any advice you'd give to companies not to do? And on the flip side of that, when you think of a website, is there a do not do, this is bad? Yeah, I think if you're not designing the mobile experience first, it's a mistake because I think 60% of users on an average site are on a phone. And so that vertical orientation versus landscape is very different. Now, there are some tasks people just won't do on their phone where you're putting a lot of information in. So if I'm trying to build a shipping schedule or that's really done on a desktop, but I think mobile first is, is where they have to start. And then too much copy. No one reads anymore, or at least they don't read a lot. So you have to make the copy on the website skimmable, right? Headline, short bullets, make it brief. But you need copy because that's what Google sees. So from an SEO standpoint, you can't not have copy on your website, but it doesn't need to be a book. It has to be short, snackable content that's skimmable and people can move very fast. I mean, the average time spent on a page is something like 10 seconds, 8 to 10 seconds, so they, they know exactly where to go next. So it's just got to be quick. And that, that's what we try to achieve. I think to your point, it's a living, breathing document, if you will, for lack of a better term. But 
you should always be making improvements to it and you should let the data dictate your behavior. So if you see things that are working, try to understand why they're working and keep doing it. And conversely, if you notice that they aren't, then what do you need to do to change the behavior? Thanks a lot, Kevin, for coming out here. You guys have been a big part of our journey over the past year and changing that the message. It has been fun. We've had a lot of different videos, stories, content. So we appreciate all you guys do. Thank you. Yeah, happy to help. And that's a wrap for More Than a Broker. You heard firsthand accounts from industry experts and spots hardworking individuals revealing a culture of collaboration and innovation. For more information about Spot, our service offerings, our people and culture, our job postings and more, check us out online at spotinc.com. That is spotinc.com. Thank you for listening and for being part of this journey. Until next time, keep striving to be more than a broker.